now uh, joining us via, I believe, probably speakerphone there in the car, our broadcasters. Oh, here, I, I hear them now. Headed down the road. Uh, Tom Nesbitt, Brian Fonville. I know y'all have got one of the better statisticians in, in the country uh, in the car with you. Uh, sound off, fellas. Where are we on the road? And do we do you know where you're thinking about eating uh, prior to the game? If I know Fonville, he is not going to want to. He's going to want to get to that press box and get everything set up. But uh, where where are you guys uh, headed for dinner? Do you have anything in mind? Yeah, uh, Tom is always responsible for uh, picking our dinner destination. And he's picked out Roscoe's, the right Roscoe's Smokehouse. And uh, Tom will probably get like some heavy brisket, and I'll get like a grilled chicken breast with some steamed broccoli, if if that's even an option. It's a disgrace. It's a disgrace. Mostly, so we have to deal with it. I can't believe it, but you know, I saw one of y'all shred day videos from Central National Bank the other day, and there was Fonville out having to show off. We all know he's in good shape and that he can run, and he was, like, challenging people to sprints. And and some poor guy took him on that was wearing boots. And I just thought, oh, my gosh, you know, Fonville, <laughs> let's not – let's pick on somebody that's actually in tennis shoes. And, honestly, Veronica uh, – I, I, thought, I thought Veronica actually showed some pretty decent – athleticism when she raced you although she did fall down right out of the block which is a problem like i if i were the one like putting that video together and i fell down i would be saying hey can you edit that out but she's a good sport and v as we like to call her she just uh, she rolled right with the punches all right guys um let's get our game faces on this is uh and i, I know y'all got to hear coach jacobs on and boy we were i was bragging on y'all yesterday uh, I got to hear a little excerpt from your pregame show uh, for tonight, and I, I really thought Tom, uh, or maybe it was Brian, I thought one of you guys was trying to draw him off sides a little bit on the officiating. Y'all leave Coach Jacobs alone. Uh, I think the I think the issue in question was this new point of emphasis where outside, and Tom, you can speak to this, outside the tackle box, if a defender comes in and hits you below the waist, it's called it's a blocking penalty on the defense. And I guess uh, in that forty-one to three victory for Crawford, did they call that a time or two? Yeah, they did. And you know, those things kind of things just necessarily happen away from the play. I, I didn't see it. I didn't see it happen. So, and uh, but Jacobs did not seem to believe that that. <laughs> When you're right, it was Bonville trying to, you know, he, he finds the most sneaky, tricky ways to get a, a coach to try to criticize the refs on the air, you know. <laughs> Talking to the Crawford broadcast team as they head off tonight in uh, Toller and Crawford getting it on this evening. Now, I'm sure uh, all three of you guys, as you're sitting there, have kind of looked back a little bit at what happened last season. I believe the score was 19 to seven when they when they met up in last year's playoffs. Now you guys were doing those games. the The name that y'all brought up, I think his name was Peyton, Peyton somebody uh, from uh, for Toller, 
who has run for something like, I heard Tom talking about this, 2,600 yards this year, and I can't even remember how, how many touchdowns. Um, Brian, how, how big of a point of emphasis is that? Now, I heard Coach talking about how they can still do some things on the, out, on the perimeter, but now this is a big-time running back, and I think he's only a sophomore. Yeah, you're right. And, uh, Matt, the touchdown number is only 48 touchdowns on the season. <laughs> you can wrap your, your mind around how many touchdowns that is. But, yeah, Peyton Brown, sophomore, you know, uh, when we talked to Jacobs, when they played last year, it felt like they did a pretty good job of containing him. But he also made the comment, he said, you know, he's grown up. And, uh, you know, they're going to have their hands full trying to limit him. You know, if they can bend but not break, keep keep Toler out of the end zone, you know, they'll be doing well. And this is a de- – you know, we talked about the Crawford defense over these last couple of weeks, but all season long, you know, they, they're a pretty stingy group. They don't give up a lot of points. And, uh, you know, so it, it's going to be strength on strength tonight. Well, I like that. Uh, and that's going to be fun. And, boy, high school games all over. Um, Central Texas, of course, into College Station tonight. Uh, I was looking, by the way, guys, to kind of see what Mart had done in the playoffs and, and even this season. And literally, they've only had one game. I think that's tough for teams like Crawford and Mart that have blown a lot of people away. I guess the good thing for Crawford, correct me if I'm wrong, not last week, was it two weeks ago where they really got challenged in a game? Was it, I don't know if it's 27-14 or something. I, I just know some of these teams have not been challenged in a long, long time. But I think Crawford did at least get challenged once in the playoffs, didn't they? You know, Matt, they, they did. They they faced a really good Coleman team. but And after Coleman scored on a long touchdown drive at the beginning of the game, Crawford really kind of handled them. Crawford got a heck of a test last week from Riesel. Riesel had on their opening possession – 20-play, 11-and-a-half-minute drive to start the game. Crawford ran one offensive play total in the first quarter of that game, and the final ended up being 41-3, to but that was a much closer game than that score indicates. And so I think that's, frankly, a good thing, like you're saying, that they, they were tested yeah. last week by their district foe, recently. That's almost kind of like what we were saying back in the Kevin Steele era at Baylor. Is that it was a it was, we lost forty one three but it was a lot closer than that. <laughs> this is the inverse of that. Those games were forty one nothing at half. <laughs> oh man, I I asked Kevin Steele one time. I wanted, he was asked after one of those games they lost like thirty one nothing or whatever to New Mexico in Albuquerque and uh, and they said, Kevin, where do you go from here? And he just he just deadpanned. He said, home. oh man well it's fun i'm really looking forward to this tonight in uh breck chambers i mean a guy who i mean i I guess that's why i've been hearing about him forever because he's been a starter since he was a freshman but much like this young man that we were just talking about from toler um, this is a do-everything player. I think in that game last week, didn't he have like a, was it a 73 or 78-yard touchdown? Or, or there was one connection. I know I heard y'all talking about Walker in the game. Like, who, other than Breck, who who are kind of the, the playmakers right now for this Crawford team? Well, 
Yeah, Matt. Uh, Cameron Walker was the other name you were mentioning. And then Crawford, I think really the X factor on Crawford's offense is the playmaking ability of senior quarterback Luke Torbert. Luke got injured yeah. in last season. Luke was injured last season. Uh, they didn't have him or Breck Chambers when they went up against Marlin in the fourth or third round. Um, but he, when he's one of those guys where if the play breaks down, he can make something happen with his legs. He told us, uh, we got to interview him the other week, he, he's run a 4-4-9. He's been clocked in terms of – so he's got breakaway speed, and uh, I think he's going to be the X factor tonight. All right, guys, uh, ask Terry Tacker to tell you some stories from his old SID days, wonderful stories, and ask him to say, have you ever been mad at Mosley? Has there ever been a moment where you felt like raising your voice to Mosley? And just see, just kind of see if he'll, if he has any stories or anything comes to mind, even maybe from, from recent weeks. All right, fellas, uh, y'all have a, y'all have a great call. Now, where can we hear you tonight? I just want to make sure we tell everybody where they can hear the Crawford game because, of course, we have such a, a great uh, family of stations. 104.9 FM. 6.30 pregame, 7 o'clock kickoff. This will be a dynamite football game. Uh, Polar, some some ranking systems have them as the number one team in Class 2A Division One. This is a battle of Goliaths tonight. Oh, man. Spoken like a true courtroom brawler. That is Tom Nesbitt <laughs> and, uh, and uh, Brian Fonville, Terry Tacker, on the stats this evening, making their way to Burleson for the big game. Guys, have a great evening, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Matt. Thanks, Matt. There they go. All right.